This is your life. This is your life. Right now is your life. Life is about right now. Live and live are spelled the same way. In order to live, you must be live. Right now. The past does not equal the future unless you give the past permission. You are the sum total of your dominant thoughts and decisions. Yes, you are. So, a little birdie told me that you have an out of control sexual behavior of some sort. Pornography, masturbation, fanatization, or some kind of unhealthy sexual behavior. A little birdie also told me that it's starting to get the best of you. And it's not okay anymore. That's good news. It not being okay. Because that's the beginning of how you can change it. We're going to have an adult, grown folk conversation about behaviors, attitudes, decisions, choices, actions to become healthy. Becoming healthy is a journey. It's not a one and none. It's not like this sexual addiction BS that you do where you just get all excited, you do this, and then you blast one. Now, it requires a lot more work than that. It's strategic. It's taking steps. It's reflection. It's looking inside. It's being introspective. It's deciding that you want a better life for yourself. That's what this is about. My name is Joseph F. Price. They call me Joey P. I'm going to be your host in this journey. I'm going to be your partner in this dance. We're going to do this together. We're going to become better people together. You are going to have sexual mastery. You are going to have mastery in your life. Yes, you are. You're going to be a better person. You're going to be somebody that you can be proud of. You're going to be somebody that even your mama can be proud. But it's not going to come free. You're going to have to do some work. You're going to have to do some reflection. I'm going to give you some tools. I'm not going to do it all on my own. I'll bring some guests. They'll give you the good stuff. But here's what you got to do. Take this as a journey, a journey that you get better each and every day, a journey that we don't stop until we figured out how to do it and we become invincible. Yeah, we can become invincible to our pornography at sexual behaviors and unhealthy other addictions. You just got to understand how it works. You got to understand how your mind is making you its bitch. I know you don't like that language, but you're the bitch of your mind. And so this work that we're going to do, 
It's about neutralizing that and you becoming the victor. You becoming the master. You becoming the man that you're supposed to be. That's what I'm talking about. So if that's something that interests you, if that's something that you want to do, then let's do that together. It ain't a one and done. It's a journey. So let's begin. Good afternoon, everybody, or a good evening, uh, wherever you might be. This is Joseph F. Price in the radio, on the stereo, on the phone, wherever you might be at this moment. We're up in here. So I've got this guy, J-U-M-A-I-K-I-N-G. I I guess you pronounce it Juma King or Juma I King. Uh, fantastic gentleman uh, gave us the opportunity privilege to use this wonderful music in the background so I just want to say thank you to him for that I uh, hope y'all doing pretty good uh, today's date that we're actually doing the recording it's going to be on July 21st 2022 and uh, I'm over in Orlando I think it was like a hundred uh, looking at the computer right now it's 94 degrees I think it's going to be uh, raining pretty shortly. So let's get right down to it. Uh, One of the things that we try to do um, is to educate uh, because that's actually one of the fundamental um, things that has to happen for a person to rid themselves of, you know, a situation like pornography addiction. And so part of today is about uh, addressing addressing things by using the example of a person. Uh, so today, uh, as you may know, um, I have a... I just like law enforcement from the perspective of law enforcement sciences. So... Um, if you know me, you know I watch a lot of different programs. We did a podcast a couple of weeks ago on To Catch a Predator and its relationship to pornography. I don't think I did a good job on that in terms of its relationship to pornography. Uh, I think I did a halfway decent job in uh, talking about To Catch a Predator. Uh, but uh, I'm going to go back to that in a couple of weeks and actually tie that back into Uh, the relationship between uh, pornography because I I would almost bet the farm that 80% of those people if not 95% of them uh, were porn addicts so today as I promised I'm going to talk about uh, well a famous pornography addict uh, of today's modern time and you know the interesting thing is um, you never heard of it like that but that's okay because a lot of what I do is to talk about stuff that you never heard before. You never heard before. That doesn't even mean anything because you never heard before. That's like a gateway that that's something that we need to do something about and address and get a hold of. So I'm going to do the best today to talk about uh, the relationship between pornography uh, and how it actually destroyed um I think one of the great prodigies uh, in America, in the music business. Um, I think he was at the top of the game. 
uh, in R&B. And I'm not really going to do a whole lot of reporting on the story. Um, this particular podcast is going to just like take off with the assumption uh, that you know something about the story. So if you don't know anything about the story, then uh, it's something maybe you can get yourself up to speed with the story so that what it is I'm saying makes more sense to you. Or just take what it is that I say today and run with it because you really don't need to know the story. Uh, the way that we're going to talk about it is we're going to kind of tell the story uh, in how we tell what it is that we're going to tell today. So uh, without the uh, mystery, I'm talking about R. Kelly, the gentleman who got sentenced to 30 years a, a couple of weeks ago, I believe it was. I'm talking about R. Kelly specifically. And, you know, he really is uh, the great porn addict of uh, modern day. As a matter of fact, I, I would have to go to say that he's probably one of the most famous porn addicts of the modern day. But again, you don't know him so much as that, or many people don't. So let's give you a little bit of background without the whole story on R. Kelly. So I'm going to do a little uh, reading to help me uh, pull this off. Um, R. Kelly actually is a phenomenal um, R&B artist. Um, just, just a prodigy. I mean, like, well, just phenomenal. If you don't know his music, and some of his music uh, is just inspirational. He wrote a uh, a, muse, uh, a song called I Believe I Can Fly, which to me was a theme song for a while because, as you know, I like things that motivate you. And it was almost like an anthem of positivity. And people played that at graduations. They played that at sales meetings, sales conferences. They played that when people before people went to the stage. It really was an anthem of positivity. Uh, I even played it for some of my millionaire friends, and they thought it was uh, pretty uh, awesome. So he wrote that song back in 1996. So there's been allegations about him and child pornography and him and fooling around with 18, 15-year-old kids, uh, you know, since 1980-something. He allegedly married some uh, girl named Aaliyah. Uh, at age 15 or 16, some kind of false documentations and such. Uh, all kinds of uh, incidences with teenage girls, um, payoffs, uh, suits and such, settlements uh, all over the place. And, you know, one of the things, like, uh, as I was looking at some of the documentaries uh, over the weekend, one of the things that um, a person was saying, Tom Joyner specifically, uh, he was talking about the settlements, and he said, um, you know, they don't make settlements for nothing. In other words, people that pay settlements, they just don't pay settlements just to pay settlements. They pay settlements because there's something that happens that warrants a payment of a settlement. So uh, just keep that in mind. Back in 19, uh, I'm sorry, in 2008, he had some kind of pornography charge, uh, child pornography, which, you know, again, um, he had some kind of proclivity to uh, young girls, apparently. Uh, 2009, uh, he 
course, divorced a wife that was old. Um, I mean, it just can go on and on and on. Um, he wrote a lot of good music. And then basically, I think, you know, the thing that really began the process of doing him under was a lifetime documentary that got all of the various women, uh, or not all of, but many women that had actually been abused by him one way or another. Sometimes uh, they were in their youth, sometimes they weren't, but they got all these women together in a show called Surviving R. Kelly. And uh, the show uh, aired back in 2019, and it aired right around uh, the holiday season which really was an interesting time because uh, what happened concurrently is that the government shutdown occurred at that time. And so you say, well, what's the relevancy of that? Well, the relevancy of that is a lot of people that were involved in things like the Department of Justice happened to have time off such that they could see this. So it was actually viewed and people had a lot of time to stew on it. Uh, because, again, there was a government shutdown. It happened right around the holidays. So it got viewed, and it got a lot of people riled up. And so that pretty much was the beginning of the end, and I knew it as an observer that it was the beginning of the end, uh, especially, again, with the timing. Uh, I, I knew it. <laughs> it just was a matter of time. He was done. So, lo and behold, um, a couple months down the road, uh, Chicago started with the uh, original charges. Uh, I think they filed like uh, an indictment that had something like 13 counts. And um, there had been all kinds of traveling that was involved. So whenever you got traveling that's involved and young girls involved, you got trafficking involved and you've got federal charges. So uh, he was actually convicted. Um, they actually went racketeering because of the, his setup, and we'll talk about that as we go. Uh, his setup was uh, kind of organized in the way that he was recruiting uh, these young ladies. So they kind of got him on, um, they got him on the organization uh, 30 years. So that's where he is. And then he also has some state charges. So it's effectively uh, a life sentence, and it is more than effectively what he deserves. Okay? Uh, so that more or less is uh, a, a brief synopsis or analysis of Mr. R. Kelly. And I don't even really think that calling him Mr. Um, is uh, really even necessary. But uh, anyway, um, you know, he's a POS. And uh, if you need some help, what a POS is, the P and the O stands for peace, and a O stands for of. So, um, yeah, let's talk about this. Oh, where, 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 where do I start? <laughs> okay. Not to laugh. Here's where I start. The, the, the best place to start with R. Kelly is exactly where it starts. See, R. Kelly was actually a victim of sexual assault. R. Kelly was a victim of sexual assault by some adult neighbor uh, that lived um, 
I guess in the same building and um, there's a saying that hurt people hurt people so without the details because I don't really think they're they're relevant uh, this particular subject not only abused R. Kelly but he also abused others and see one of the things as I said we're going to tie this into sexual addiction and pornography addiction and one of the things that seems to be the uh, it, it seems to scream out most of the time with sex addiction and pornography addiction although not 100% of the time but pretty much most of the time and most of the time that I'm going to see but you know just for the record it doesn't happen all the time most of the time uh, people had had some kind of sexual abuse or some kind of early um, uh, sexual exposure it's almost like something that it ha has happened or they've had some type of trauma so you know from the coach's corner the thing that we always say is that there's usually three reasons that a person has this pornography addiction anyway is that one it could be opportunity based uh, or opportunity induced uh, two it could be trauma induced and or three it could be attachment induced uh, it seems like attachment is one of the driving factors that we're finding nowadays and keep in mind it could be all three opportunity trauma and or uh, attachment all three combined and you're going to find that those um, they're present among uh, all of the addictions and I think he had some kind of dad issues so obviously you got the attachment issue he stayed in the house all the time um, so there you are with him so uh, he was abused early along uh, it seemed that um, as a result of the abuse uh, he hit out which is what people tend to do after they're abused and I guess he figured out how to cope cope and early on, his coping strategy became um, listening to music and playing music and making music and creating music and so forth. Um, and that actually was the foundation of, um, you know, why he became such a prodigy that he became uh, was that it was actually his coping strategy. And then I'm going to just buckshot fast forward. Uh, what actually happened in terms of coping strategy is that his money gave him a lot of other opportunities so that what transformed from his music being his go-to coping strategy to some of this sexual uh, activity uh, that he did. So let's talk about some of this stuff uh, as much as we can in its relationship to porn addict okay um he filmed stuff that he did with underage girls by the way um that in and of itself is porn and then he kept it and apparently he had like this closet that had nothing but uh, pictures in it and stuff uh and movies and so on and so forth um so Anybody that's got a a C A C H E a cache of pornography, that's a porn act. 
I mean, that's not really like something that we're going to be doing any rocket science on. That's a porn addict. Really plain and simple. It's a porn addict. Anybody that keeps pornography, and in his case it was uh, VHS, so apparently he had tapes galore. Now, um, he knew that he had a problem because there's, which again, like many porn addicts, and at least the ones that we're talking to, they know that they have a problem, but they don't. They think that they can fix it on their own, which is what he thought, I guess. He tried to fix it on his own, to no avail. It didn't work. He had made references to people that this could get him in trouble, and he needs to stop. And as he was making... Um, these videos, by the way, he was actually making incriminating statements. Um, and I'm not going to say what the statements are for the, the simple fact that I'm not going to be triggering. And uh, I'm not going to bring that into this particular conversation. But there were a lot of statements that were made where um, that was part of what he was doing in the video is actually acknowledging um, that there was... Um, illegal illegality in the work that he was doing now essentially they said that he you know like i said what he was charged with they the federal charges uh was that he was running a sex uh cult basically and so what he was doing kind of like epstein was doing where he had some girls that were victims and then he was actually paying the victims to go recruit victims and you know uh victims recruiting victims is actually you know i mean those are actually the best recruiters because to the potential victims there those are very safe people the victims so uh, it's a non-threatening communication that uh, potential victims can get uh, sucked into very easily. So anyway, he recorded the acts. He got charged uh, one time, I don't know, 1996. There's like two or three times that he got charged with child p porn. Um, and then, of course, he bought himself out of it. Now, one of the things that uh, was happening... Um, was that I think they were they were buying people off so they had they had people that they were getting involved in some of their sex capades and using them later to help get him out of the trouble once he got in the trouble so uh, we're going to stop right there we'll come back we're talking about one of the greatest or most famous porn addicts of the 21st century. We're talking about that clown, R. Kelly. We'll be back in a moment. <laughs> 